Hey, welcome everybody. This is Kiri, and welcome again to the Dragon Sand Free Company. We hope you've been enjoying your time here, and I hope you enjoy the show. But without any further ado, let's get on into it. With our first arc, This Way to Our Deaths. And episode number one, We Need a Hero. But I guess you guys will do. You are all in the city of the river, or the uh, the city Ricks, not the river Sticks, the city Ricks. I thought it was Riz. <laughs> Sh- Shut up, you. <laughs> Pause for edit. The city Riz. <laughs> oh no, that's staying in. Oh gosh, dang it! All right, um, two of you are, I'm assuming, at least sitting near and with each other. Uh, would you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves with the? Uh, people at home can know who you guys are and how you know each other, or uh, just that you're friends, at least. See, Boa, I told you, they're not going to say anything about you being here. It's going to be fine. And if they oh, do, no. you've got no. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it always starts off with nothing going wrong, nothing, anything. And then someone looks over, and they're like, look, it's a chick with snakes for hair. And then automatically they either want to pet it, cut it all off, or like, you know, hang my skin up to try. I mean, what, or all three of it at the same time. I don't care which. And that's why I came with you. Put it back on! Put it back on! <laughs> so, so uh, go ahead and Kiri and Cassie, if you guys could introduce yourselves and your characters to the listeners at home. All right, go ahead, sis. Celeste is a nymph. She, you can tell that she's an air-type nymph because she does have a light blue skin with light white patches kind of just randomly across it. If you ever look at the sky, well, obviously not now because it's winter, but, you know, for the rest of for the people that don't have horrible winters, me, I can take pictures of it. It's, you know, it's a normal spring day with some light clouds across the sky, and her hair is kind of golden yellow like sunlight, and her eyes are currently, uh, they are currently clear, kind of a clear blue. They both turn gray as I get angry, and she's wearing, you know, uh, kind of a, Greek leather, you know, the, you know, those Greek leather skirt things that soldiers wear with the strips of, strips of leather. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of what she's wearing is the, as the bottom and the top is more just kind of a shirt with the leather strap across it, a bow across her back and a wolf's head on top of her head. <laughs> Fustanella. It's called a Fustanella. What the? Oh, skirt. 
Oh. Congratulations. We've learned things. Mm-hmm. What you guys okay. signed up for. Five thousand comments. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, feel free if you have, if we do make any mistakes, feel free to reach out to us at. Oh, is this where I come in now? On uh, Twitter or. <laughs> you find us at Twitter at Dragons and Freeco, or on Facebook at Dragons and Free Company. I'll have the links in the description box somewhere on the uh, actual upload site. I hope. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'll good job. There. I'll good job, guys. <laughs> good job. Or if you need to, you can contact us at 758 Wait, wait, wait. Don't give out your phone number. Oh, wait. No, yeah. I thought okay. I thought you were doing Tony, Tony, Tony's uh, anything you need. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Medusa and the Nymphs sit together at this outdoor uh market you can see the hustling and bustling of people lots of carts coming to and from um is everybody here familiar familiar with the city uh sigil uh it's in the plains i oh. may be just by virtue of the fact that i'm a wanderer like okay. that's city of doors. correct i was gonna say character wise or us personally as people <laughs> us personally because there are gonna be there are going to be some uh, listeners out there who are not familiar with this with Sigil. Sigil is essentially a city of doors. I'm trying to think. There was a good movie uh, for it that did a good job of describing it. But um, just think of uh, the most populated metropo- um, metropolis you've come across. All different colors, shapes, and sizes of people coming and going. Uh, lots of different doors. I mean, this is a small market, but the population is wildly diverse. You should expect this to be more of a human, elven kind of community, but in this city, in Riz itself, it is uh, all the colors of the rainbow. The city gives itself like a... It does not have a permanent feel. This feels more like a group of tents that someone has set up to equal a city, but there are so many that it's just... It has become a town onto itself. But uh, just as far as the population type, think of that as Sigil. It's a uh, very, very wide and varied. Built on the stairs? Uh, no stairs. This is all wide open. Like um, think like after a fair when all the grass has been kind of trampled down. Uh, you know just the planar kind of, uh, stairs I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I do know the planar stairs you're talking about. But no, it's it is uh, it is near to there. But I I, I can't get into that until later. So okay. This, this, uh, for does anybody have Arcana? Like knowledge Arcana, or like a, 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 for checking purposes? Yeah, for checking purposes, like a knowledge Arcana. They don't call it knowledge Arcana; they call it Arcana now. It's going to be really hard for me to switch from three five to five. <laughs> but... I have it because, of course, I do. Okay. Uh, if you want, you can go ahead and give me a roll on it, because uh, there is a lot of ambient magic in the area, and I just kind of wanted you to get a feel for it so I could explain that to everybody. I rolled a 10 total. There's a lot of magic around. <laughs> There's a lot of magic around. Uh, what Basically, what a 10 is going to get you, I mean, at the basis level, you're getting, like, huge, like... Uh, teleportation or movement magics all around. Um, essentially, uh, 
a lot of the do these doors to these tents and buildings that you see are going to lead to alternate planes of existence or alternate locations. So this is this is this, this city itself is magical, if you. Will. So, but um, let's move on to Hylene. Um, uh, as you see, um, there's a nymph and a Medusa, weirdly enough, just hanging out with each other. Um, you were supposed to meet someone here for a job. Uh, they had let you know that they wanted you to meet up to help guard a wagon heading out of town towards a nearby village of Phandalin. Uh, it was an associate of yours by the name of Gundren Rockseeker, the dwarven uh, miner and prospector. But uh, he's got a couple of, he's got a wagon of supplies that he needs brought down to Phandalin and was hoping that you could uh, help him out by getting that stuff down to him. He'd be willing to pay you and a number of people a um, hundred gold pieces come down and uh, deliver these goods. All right. So, um, do they notice me, or should I uh, well, try and approach them as shy as I one am? Would, one would hope. Um, as you're kind of looking around, taking in all of the sites, because, I mean, um, it's it's a lot bigger than places you're used to being. You're You're more of a... I'm assuming you're more of an outdoor plains type, kind of going around, just exploring and adventuring. But as you're looking around through this crazy city, uh, you notice um, a halfling that looks wildly out of place. Joel, you want to go ahead and describe yourself? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> okay, good. So you guys could still hear me at least, right? Yes. Yes. We okay. may have just lost Joel, which I'm kind of surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't us here in Texas because. Uh, yeah, y'all are getting hit again, aren't you? Yeah, we're not expected to be thawed until like Friday, if that. And, and for those of you listening, Cassandra and I live in Central Texas. And for the past week already, we've had a pretty solid freeze. And we're getting more winter precipitation, like over tonight and tomorrow and Monday. Possibly more on Wednesday. And this is Central Texas. Our average annual snowfall is 0 0.3 inches. So for the fact that we've been this cold this long is something of an anomaly. It's been fun. <laughs> I threw one of the kids that I have into a snowdrift, and I lost them. Oh, no. Uh, you got spares. I do, so it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Another one still stood up to take its place, so it's fine. I'm not sure if that was the one that was originally out there or a new superior one, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, they just and... went for a little bit of a swim in the drift. Yep, they'll be fine. Or they won't. So, um, we, we will assume at this point that Norbert uh, will accompany you over to speak with the halfling and the, uh, or excuse me, the uh, Medusa and the nymph. All right. Everyone else, everyone else seems kind of like they're nose to the grindstone, kind of just they're hustling and bustling, but they're they all they're all walking with this. No one seems to be kind of loitering near here. You do catch out of like the ten to twenty people you see moving about throughout this area, you do see like a few who are stopping at like hawkers and merchants who have little tents set up, but other than that, it's just people with cartloads of stuff going to and fro. 
Yeah. It also should be noted that Hylene is a centaur and clearly towers over everybody with few exceptions. She's a blue roan coat type of salt and pepper hair that hangs down to her human waist. Now, do you wear pants? Typically just a shirt with a longer front flap to cover her belly and into her lower withers. But that's more for the aesthetic and a sort of sense of modesty because she will also walk around in what can only be described as a leather bikini sometimes, depending on the weather and how comfortable she is. As long as it's not a chainmail bikini. I don't know, that pinches. See pictures of this, you guys can go into our Tumblr, which will be at <laughs> That'll be on our OnlyFans, actually. Yeah, that'll be somewhere <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, hey, cosplay sure up- OnlyFans. <laughs> make sure you upgrade your Patreon subscription to the higher tiers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you do notice that the only people who seem to be kind of laying about uh, with a lack of purpose would be a nymph and a Medusa. All right. I approach them cautiously, and Eileen definitely carries around some good quality weapons and they look well used and well taken care of. She is definitely more of a fighter than anything else. Um, she does kind of cautiously ask if, uh, are y'all, y'all looking for a job perhaps? Just straight out, no preamble. To the nymph and the Medusa. Um... Yes. That's why we're here? I, I mean, I thought we were just here exp- uh, seeing what all is out here, so we, uh, I know what to defend my people against, but yeah, job sounds like a thing that I would learn things like that, right? Yes, we, we had a conversation about this. We take these jobs so we can see what dangers that normal people wouldn't be able to see. I think I get it. I mean, it is accompanying a crate of goods down to Pendolin uh, or a minor friend of mine. Pays good, about 100 gold. Well, on the difficulty of the work, yes, that could be quite good. Now, couldn't it? Or it could be quite cheap. Depends on what we have to do, I guess, yeah. But well, I don't think I've ever experienced much trouble in that route. So, granted, don't rely on my memory for much. I know it's not good. That's reassuring. These upstart races do like their gold, don't they? I mean, it pays for food and it pays for a nice stable. Yeah, don't generalize all species. So she could just be special amongst her place or her race. I wasn't uh, talking about her. I was talking about the, you know, the humans and the, the what's it? Humans with the pointy ears and the and the short humans with the beards. The short skinny ones with beards or the short thicker ones with beards? Both of them? Elf is the pointy ears. Dwarf is the thicker of the beards. And the gnomes are the thinner of the beards. Okay. 
really have to keep notes of this if you're going to take this back to your village. Okay. I'll figure it out eventually, maybe. And I thought I was the feral one. Not feral. Think of it more like living under a rock for like a millennia, waking up from the rock, and then coming around. I'm supposed to be a guardian spirit, but figure out what's going on first before I can guardian. Indeed. Fair enough. So, uh, let's go find my friend. He should be arriving soon, I hope. Alright, as you guys uh, create your accord, uh, you can see that all the wagons are kind of leaving from a more like a one of the more stable looking buildings that's actually made out of wood and stone. Uh, there's just there's two or three wagons parked right out front. With a busy group of humans running back and forth from inside, or looking them all up, and it kind of uh, one of them looks at you, uh, redheaded male. He's got sweat stains underneath his you know shirt. He's obviously like one of four people running to load up all these wagons, and he looks. To at first, it looks as if he's giving you the eye because, you know, you're a giant horse person. But it's more of a, a... Are you here for the Rock Seeker load? Yes. Excellent. It's that cart in the front. If you could, uh, I don't want to be too rude, but if you could get it out of here now, that would be great. Uh, he, Mr. Rock Seeker said he would meet you in Fandolin. He took a horse and an escort. Already left. Well, that sounds like him. Okay, question, because I am a centaur, was the harness left empty, or did they at least, you know, not annoy her by expecting her to both guard it and haul it? It, it, has, it has a horse attached. Alright, good. I do hope he also doesn't move as fast until it comes to paying us. Nice, usually pretty good, I think. As far as you know, Hylene, he's always been good for his He's never done anything to make you think that he would be distrust or not trustworthy. Yeah. Uh, uh, who's driving? I'm assuming not Hylene. I think she'd be a great... <laughs> <laughs> she can lead by leading, but she can't actually sit in the driver's seat. <laughs> so if it's a team instead of a single horse... It might be a little difficult. Um, I guess I could technically. Would that be an animal handling thing? Cause... Nope. Uh, just driving a wagon is requires no skill. Oh. oh okay. It's a, it's a beast of burden. It's literally a horse. Or excuse me, it's two oxen who are just pulling the wagon. That's all they're going to do is walk forward, pull the wagon. I guess I'll do it, yeah. I just best keep my head covered. I don't want to inadvertently spook all of them. That would be for the best. That is a fact. So, all right. Bo is going to take the driver's seat. Uh, Celeste? I will ride beside and kind of keep an eye on Boa, trying to figure out what she's doing so I can learn how to do drive it. Okay. It's literally nothing to it everything we've seen on tv but for these it's one set of reins give it a little crack you can give them a yip they just they go forward uh but uh, for mechanics it literally requires no skill 
So if you guys want two days in, you can switch and try it out. We'll do that. The Amazons didn't really use carts, carts and horses, so I've never dealt with it. Right. You guys, I feel like then you wouldn't you guys have used like chariots at least though. Amazons? No. Not, not really. Well, you get yourself a lesson in cart drive or cart driving. I guess it's you play yeah, Mario Kart Seven and Nintendo. In case you're out there listening and trying to figure out how to get into this D and D stuff, have we got a podcast for you? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, we know who our hype man is now. Uh, I'm literally in sales. Yeah, I was going to say he is the <laughs> <literally a> salesman. <laughs> It, I can't turn it off. It's horrifying, and it eats. Now, um, so uh, you guys get out. Uh, there's no gate to Riz at all. It's just the town kind of, you see less and less tents, less and less buildings, and eventually it just opens it up to what is called the high road. You guys could see that main red road coming out of uh, here. That is the high road. What uh, you guys will... Uh, are unmolested for the first few days of your trip. And at day three, you'll arrive here. Know that you need to turn off of the high road to get onto a road called the Tribor Trail. I'm, I'm not a railroady DM, but uh, just to let you know, Fandolin is located here on your map. So there's a road can see on your map that will lead you there. Uh, but I mean, hey. <laughs> All right. What exactly are we carrying? Okay. Um, I'll uh, say at, at the beginning of day three, you guys prepare to make this turn. Uh, take the time to actually go through the back. Um, and in the back, the wagon is packed full of assorted mining supplies and food. It has a dozen sacks of flour, cask of salt pork. Two kegs of strong ale, some shovels, picks, crowbars, five lanterns, a, a small barrel of oil. This is definitely like a, it looks like an expeditionary load for someone going mining. Yeah, pretty much everything Hylian suspects or expects. Yeah, from what you know of Gundren Rockseeker, he is a prospector, he is a miner. Uh, I mean, he would have. I, the best scenario for you guys meeting up is in your travels. You may have found him at a mining camp and help him run off some some orcs, or maybe clear out a mine or something like that. Uh, yeah. But that's all he does. He's all about treasure seeking, treasure hunting, treasure finding, and trying to locate those deep, rich veins of miscellaneous important anything. Yep. Copper to diamonds, artifacts all the way down to salt. He doesn't care. So, you guys continue uh, east along Tribor Trail? Yes. All right. As, uh, as you've been on Tribor Trail for about a half a day, it's about noon or so now, you'll come around a bend and then you'll spot two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet ahead of you, and they are blocking the path. Each has several black feathered arrows sticking out of them, and the woods press close all along the trail here, with a steep embankment, 
dense thickets on either side. Hailing mm-hmm. pulls her bow and strings it. And is on high alert at this point. Uh, if you want, go ahead and put you guys as characters uh, here at the beginning of the trail. Dead horses, arrows. Um... Black feathered arrows. That'd be a survival skill to see if I recognize any of this, or sure. Yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, now, what were you trying to attain? What information were you trying to attain? If the what the black what the black uh, feathered arrows. What that means? Yeah, what that could mean. Clearly, they used the blackbird to feather these arrows. They obviously used crows or something for these arrows. At the least. Maybe a blackbird. No. Hey, at least it wasn't perception. Hyleen's <laughs> <laughs> going to kind of saunter closer to get a better look and examine the arrows. Would it be purse? You know, it's the same roll either way. Yep, you can add, roll active perception if you want. Um, what are you? What are you guys' passive perceptions? My passive perception is twelve. Okay. But my survival roll is a seventeen for those particular arrows. Okay. My passive perception is fifteen. And Boa. My passive perception is thirteen. Okay. It doesn't seem right. Passive perception is the passive perception supposed to be uh, wisdom modifier plus proficiency plus 10? Yes. Plus 8? No. It was plus 10 according to the book I was looking at. Because, yeah, that's why mine's 15. I'll be 15 too. Because I passive perception is 10 plus wisdom plus proficiency bonus. Yeah, so I have 15 also. Okay. Uh, both Boa and Celeste, as you guys are beginning to look around and kind of take in the area, you do notice that you come across some movement. You're not sure what, but maybe an animal. It's kind of windy, but not quite windy enough to move the thickets bushes over. They are. Right. And Hylene, uh the arrows, the survival check, those are clearly goblinoid. Arrows, there's some type of goblin. I mean, the you can see by the workmanship on them, they're pretty crude. Yeah, I mean, Hyleen's also a wood carver, so she. Oh yeah, these things are these things look like children. She just kind of sighs, not wistfully, just more like, oh really? Beyond the like of goblins. I don't think we have to worry about that. I don't, yeah, uh, we've got movement anyway. Yeah, well, they're good shots for all that their craftsmanship is shoddy, so be warned. But I have my hand axe out and my shield. I flex my forearm to quick release my chakram so I can grab it with my main hand. (laughs) (laughs) She wears her chakram like a buckler. 
it's obviously not a very good buckler because you know it's just a ring but <laughs> i mean hey it works it looks cool yeah really that is the most important part exactly that's right but i put a picture in the discord of the idea <laughs> wicked so Hylene, uh while you're kind of investigating you do see the saddlebags on both horses have been looted and near to the horses kind of like right about here there's an empty leather map case I wouldn't have to recognize either the saddle or the map case what I'm, I'm assuming I do not he's uh got the uh oh I'll yeah. take I'll text him real quick and see, because I think he might have gone. Oh, did... Uh-oh. Did he lose his headset again? That's what I'm thinking, because luckily I can text him and say, all right. Yep, yep there he goes. <laughs> okay, so while we're doing this, I'm going to propose taking a quick two-second break, because they're... Never mind. <laughs> I just like like drama. That's all. There you like go. Keep, <laughs> like to keep stuff like, real dramatic and constantly ask you guys over and over again if you're just standing around waiting, and I was like, man, they're just really, really paranoid, aren't they? <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Courtney, for putting that message up there for me. You're welcome. I, was I, was like, I, I, I saw that, too. <laughs> so as soon as I saw her message, I was like, ah, I probably better log out. Oh, hey, sis is messaging. Oh, she's saying the same thing. I should probably uh, get back in this chat. So anyway, <laughs> uh, let's do this one. What are we doing? I'm getting ready to attack you. Shh. Oh. Act surprised. Oh, hey, that'll work. Curse your oh, sudden no. but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't that like just describe all GMs in general? Hence why it's sudden yet inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> I give you plenty of hints that you're walking into a trap. I mean, I clearly said Mount Doom... In the Fortress of Death. I mean, what part did you think this was going to be cuddly and fun? Uh, I thought all it was right. just a name. <laughs> Two arrows come whizzing out of the out of the brush. Hylene, does a 20 hit your armor class? It does. Ow. Excellent. And Boa, does a 7 hit your armor class? No. Yeah, I gotta ask. It's... I would. So... I mean, you could have like a really miserable dexterity, and <laughs> right? Maybe that. Maybe you guys are clumsy. I don't. Know. I'm gonna okay. say that we still have to go past scale, which is naturally why it's L13. Wait, Medusas have natural armor. No, as in I, I'm literally wearing scale mail. Oh, I just I was saying you could you know be not wearing armor and be really clumsy, and I could have a negative four to your. A, a dex modifier and therefore have an AC of 6. Okay. You take 5 points of damage. Ow. As you're pierced in your front quarters. Okay. Uh, if you guys don't mind, let's roll for initiative. There we go. Dang. Nat 20 on the initiative. Prove that I am not fighting real life real dice. I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yep. 
So, uh, what is your dex? Yes. <laughs> Fine. For those like who can't who can't see like all of us, I'm assuming that Cassandra and Courtney just pointed at each other. <laughs> okay, yes, good. Uh, my dex is fifteen. That's a pretty I, forward question. <laughs> yeah, my my dex is sixteen. So I'm how many hit points do your goblins have? <laughs> <laughs> More than one. That's a fair answer. <laughs> okay, the the initial turn order goes as thusly. Celeste, the the John Wick trained uh, nymph is going first, followed by three of the goblins. I am literally a wind nymph. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay, when you said to have, like, an extra character ready, I didn't think it was going to be that literal. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, for so, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Tune in two weeks from now when we play a new game. We're thinking paranoia? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a game I'd love you guys to try. It's called Necessary Evil. Alright. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing saying we can't play every game under the rainbow, man. As long as we're all having fun, that's what that's what this whole thing's supposed to be about. That's right. <laughs> so can I see these goblins? You see two goblins here where I marked them at earlier. And okay. then there's one who's coming charging out towards Hylene. Uh get who shakes get on so i haven't mastered this so i apologize in advance copy we don't have any hexes so i can't really tell how far away they are i will put hexes okay. it's a uh, they're they're there but they're like really i, I haven't messed with the, like the opaque layers okay because my chakram has a very limited range of Oh, uh, here's a fun roll twenty thing. If you click on your character, you should be able to drag it, like uh, maybe right click, and then you can drag it. It'll tell you the distance of uh, a throw. Can you see those two goblins that I added to the map? I can't see those goblins. Excellent. It's probably you mean the, the future. Those future corpses. I totally see future corpses. Excellent. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see what else. Those two there. I'm going to go with they're probably not more than 60 feet away like this, though. No. They, uh, each how can So for the two here, they are 5, 15, 15. This one here is 15 feet away. This one is 20. Okay. And these are both 10 or so away. Well, I'm going to chuck my chakram at the one closest to Hylene. All righty. Does a 16? It sure does. For three points of damage? Look at that natural okay. one. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey. Nope, can't be any worse than that. Now, <laughs> the chakram goes whistling through the air and uh, strikes the goblin dead center. Now, is this a Xena chakram? Does it come back? Yes, it does. That is so wicked. All right. Uh, Wait for... Hold on real quick, though. There's something a little strange about your math for your chakram throw. Is it a plus two bonus for whatever it's counting under? So you rolled a one? Or yes. is it a plus four bonus to... Okay, okay, never mind. It's plus two because plus two um, 
assuming a, sh a thrown weapon still uses your strength for the damage modifier. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. If you hover over that three, it'll show you a breakdown of where the what the math is. Yeah. The plus four is for my attack roll. <laughs> okay, yeah. There's like wait a second here. Yeah, the chakram does return to me, I believe. Let me make sure on that one real quick. Alright, while she's figuring that out, uh Goblin two will fire around at Boa. Now, I want you to know, Boa, this is all based purely on racism. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, I expect this. I have literally, literally my snakes are about to eat your face. Yep. All right. Is a 10 good enough to strike through that chainmail? It will only further piss me off. No. All right. And we will use our last range combatant. And the goblin. How about a big old 13? Nope. All right. He is not a sniper. <laughs> so to answer the question, the chakram returns to me when thrown unless I fumble the attack by rolling a natural one. Ah, okay. That's cool. See, the star nice. knives in Pathfinder do it what I call realistically, where they always come back unless you hit. Because, <laughs> you know, it's stuck in them. <laughs> oh, these are Xena. Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, no. I've seen Xena left, right, back, back, forward. If anybody has done a good job of helping me to understand what goes on in the mind of a female, a dominant female mind, it's Lucy Lawless as Xena. Yep. So, big oh, fan yeah. of Z. Big fan of Z. I gotta see if well, that's on Hulu so Zena, I can watch it. Xena Hercules power block. I like that whole thing. Bio mom. I love Lucy Lawless in her life. We can't. She also did a pretty good job in uh, Spartacus, too. Uh, it's not on any stream service right now. Oh, sad yeah. face on JPEG. And again, Lucy Lawless, if you don't have anything going right now, no current open projects, we would love to have you on the podcast. So, Oh, just, definitely, yeah. <laughs> just reach out to us. We're, we're available, you know, and we can make our schedule fit yours. So just, just let us know. Just let us know. Currently... She's currently in the midst of constantly protesting uh, fracking oil rights. Well, I can't I stand like fracking oil. I like her. I like her even more now. <laughs> hey, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what Lucy Lawless has been doing after Xena. Not just her acting, but her personal life. She's been jailed four times. So yeah, hey. I don't uh, know we want to associate with that kind of criminal element. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lucy Lawless, yeah, uh, hit us up if you want to be on. <laughs> that's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. All right, so both goblins have fired. Uh, one hit your armor, but was not quite skilled enough to penetrate. The other one missed wildly. Uh, Hylene, I don't feel comfortable doing this, but I am going to be attacking you with uh, this goblin here. It was recently struck by a, a, by a chakram. He swings his scimitar at you. Is oh goodness! Is seventeen good enough to hit? <sighs> I'm gonna ask the DM question that I'm not a fan of. How many hit points you got? 
if they're rolling a d6 for their damage and they don't have any bonuses, I should be fine. <laughs> but if they're rolling a d8, I may be in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and... Oh whip God! Out the actual, whip out the actual dice. No, no, no. Sorry, that's my entire little uh, my dice box. Sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> I heard multiple <laughs> dice. I'm like, oh no. And power word kill. No, just. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's what that's I wanted what to see. Just happened to me. Three. <laughs> Three points of damage. I roll the one on the on the damage dice. Ooh. <laughs> And all of my goblins but one have gone. It is now in initiative order for uh, Hylene, I believe. She mad. She gonna shoot them all. Trample them. Yeah, well, I would assume that hit. I am sad that those aren't ones. It's a 24. Oh, I'm sure that's super hit, but... um. Sis, can you rule lawyer for me? Uh, I don't want to be that person, but oh, uh, you oh, uh, range. Do you want to pull that bow? Yeah, do you want to pull that bow when you have a person in melee range? That would be an attack of opportunity for the goblin, I think. Essentially, ah. yes. Now, if I'm, I'm, hey, we're still session one. If you want to jug him with a knife or attack him with some sort of melee weapon instead, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'll keep the roll too. I don't mind. I just, I was like, man. I mean, I know you're centaur. I know you're wild about that accuracy and shooting stuff, but hey, this guy's yeah, got. Yeah, I knife. forgot it. I forgot about point blank being a negative thing in this game. That's okay. Go ahead and swap it out. And uh, yeah. we didn't see a longbow. We saw that uh, <laughs> sword. Yep, we clearly <laughs> saw that weapon that you have. That's in your hand. That's not a bow. That's okay. the one we saw. Yes. Remember, we are the swordiest group of swords that ever sorted. I'm just saying, for us to come out with this kind of a publicity about us being the swordiest group of swords, no one uses a sword a except the goblins. Four <laughs> points of damage. Woo! All right, all right. Hey, that'll work. And you're attacking, I'm assuming, the one that you're currently engaged in melee with, right? Yes. All right. Man, I should uh, have just spun and back kicked, even though I don't technically have that, because I need to figure out how to actually write that out. That's Call it a short sword. Problem solved. <laughs> it's a D6. Call it D6 of damage. Everything. Short when swords. Bludgeoning, technically? It would be bludgeoning instead of, yeah. 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 It's essentially two maces on, you know, highly mobile sticks. I'm... Good point. They would be maces. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, see, there's, dam there's the damage issue, though, because if mace is a thing of D8. Yeah. And yeah. if I get her, if I get her unarmed attack damage, starting off at level one at a D eight, if she flips into monk, I'm going to be screwed over later. <laughs> and she's flying through the air like drop kicking people. Like I don't want, I don't want to deal with that image. Like I'm not gonna. I mean, the image sounds cool, but I don't want to deal with that damage. You don't want to see a flying horse. <laughs> I'm cool with the flying horse. horse. Now, to be fair. <laughs> She wouldn't technically get a proficiency because it's more of a wild swing than an actual aimed thing. It's more of like, okay. oh crap, you're behind me, get off of me, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Put it put it in the chat. We can we can work on it. I like the idea of flavorful. I mean, it'll be good. So you know, you bring <laughs> down, you bring your weapon down upon the goblin with those four points of damage plus the chakra wound from earlier. It's enough to drop him. He falls down. Good. 
this is this is fun. I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action for second wind for nine points regained health. Nice. Okay, so to be fair to the Medusa, yes, I know you're a cleric, but I don't know if you're that kind of cleric. Besides, everyone's <laughs> used to being on her own. It's not the first time she's had to pull this trick. All right, Boa. On you. Um, okay, I'm going to... Um, oh, I can help to keep the centaur alive. Looking kind of bloody there. Not as much. Um, who shot at me? Which one shot at me? Both of these shot at you. Well, I'm just going to stab one of them in the face now with an axe. All right. Does a set... Hold on. Attack bonus is my plus three attack bonus. That should be right. That should be a plus. Oh, no, it is right. Because my strength is only plus one. Um, okay, my attack bonus is a seven. So I hit with a seven. Your total's a seven? Yeah, my total is seven. Sorry. My attack bonus is three. I rolled a four. So I have seven. Not quite. Uh, he ducks out of the way of your blade. Excuse me. He ducks out. Yeah, he ducks out of the way of your what? You're using your axe. Yes, my axe. It's still technically a blade. The serpent. He ducks out axe. of the way. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah, let's get everybody and move up to attack you, Celeste. Does a nine hit as he swings his scimitar? It does not. Oh, I didn't like that pause. I was really excited for a second. I was like, yes! Finally, I found the weak one. <laughs> I, had to, I had to scroll back up to find my armor class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's going to be the end of round one. Round two, oh. Celeste. Oh, well, since he's going to be right here in front of me, that's uh, uh, I can whip out my short sword and stab him at out right absolutely absolutely okay does a six hit it is a total miss but remember you should have i mean again i'm not sure about all the rules but uh you should have a plus two added into that that is because a two... you're flanking oh then does an eight hit also does not hit but <laughs> i just want to keep us all honest <laughs> I don't want anybody thinking I'm, I'm cheating anybody. So congratulations, you still miss. <laughs> it gets you the idea of the map. Yeah. So this is a mechanics question because I can't remember if it's our specific game, Homebrew, or if it the other D and D game that I'm in, or if it's uh, a thing. But in that one, flanking is advantage. Is it different? In the... No, I no. Think it is advantage. You're you're probably correct. You're probably correct. Advantage is a new five e um, rule Advantage that I makes don't. More sense. It it that that's normally what they do in five e. They don't give you any stacking bonuses. It's just. Um... Well, in that case, if it goes by advantage, does a twelve hit? Ooh, no. Now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. But you know what? Uh, there, somewhere on your character sheet, you should find what's called inspiration. See if you can select that box highly. Should be. 
Well, go ahead and fill that in. Give yourself a point of inspiration or however inspiration works because uh, that was real nice rule lawyer, and I like you trying to save your partner. Right. Apparently when you click on it, you get a little dragon symbol in it. Yep. Yeah, there you go. I think it like adds dice, or, like a D4 or something to your roll. I think that's what inspiration does, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm probably wrong. It's, it's a magical thing. You can use it to re-roll. Okay, perfect. There you go. Enjoy. Yeah, or impose advantage or disadvantage depending on who's rolling. Like if Wait a second. Like Joel if you're about here. to Hey, yeah, I see a Joel. Wow. Life. Almost? Maybe? Well. Well, it doesn't matter. Whether you're here or not, your ten doesn't hit. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Goblin Three will fire a bow at a uh, boa here. I feel like that's a disadvantage because you're in melee combat. I am very much in melee combat. Yeah, let's just say that. Let's say that's right. a thing. He's trying to shoot past his friend. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. I gotta try to translate everything into five e. So we're just gonna be using advantage, disadvantage, left and right. Fortunately for go. me, I rolled a, I rolled a, I rolled a twenty and a and a uh, fifteen. So I'm gonna go with the fifteen. Does a nineteen hit? Actually, congratulations! You finally, finally got to piss me off. <laughs> Ouch. All right, let's get some damage. <laughs> Five points of damage as in one of the black feathered arrows uh, hits somewhere in your scaly hide. Yeah, no, I'm out of goblins who can go first. Hylene, then Boa. All right. Um, now oh, that they I are a D8. What was that? Oh, I did. I just want to make sure I did because all of a sudden I'm hearing my constitution modifiers and everything. I'm like, oh, I just lost last my half my hit points. Oh. <laughs> yeah, level one are squishy. You guys have con bonuses? Right. <laughs> Better Actually, hope so. You're, uh, you're better. better. So, Con's uh, a dump stat. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for being dumped into the recycling bin. <laughs> what do you say that's 30 feet between me and... Uh, I can't ping the map, but the one that's between Boa and the Grey Horse. Yeah, that one. Let's see, five. 15, yeah, it's 15 feet. Okay. Aren't you in me? Yeah, but you are yeah. still in you are still in melee. Oh, I know, that one's dead. That's right. That's dead. We murdered it. Nah. So if that's only 15 feet, I need a minimum of 30 for an actual effective charge. So I'm just going to go poing. Switching to my longbow. Does a 17 hit? Oh yeah, for sure. For seven points of damage. Oh. There we go. And you were firing at this one, correct? Yeah, the one between Boa and the Gray. Uh, arrow pierces right through the head. He falls over. It would have been nice if it kept going. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new thing, I think. <laughs> Piercing! Bows get their de bows get your dex modifier to your their damage now. 
think sure. so, yeah. That's I mean, they're, they're a dex-based weapon instead yeah. of a strength, because I, technically the strength comes from the bow construction. We're still from, like, second and third ed, where bows were, you used your dex to attack, but you didn't get any bonuses to strength unless you had the special compound bows. Yeah, one of my favorite podcasts, the uh, Glass Cannon, has this moment where they play a nerd theme song where we explain stuff, but uh, there used to be a thing called a composite bow where you could spend like two times the amount or three times the amount of actual bow to get your strength bonus so you actually did damage with your bow because the bow is just a dice. You throw a dice, move on about your day. But with this composite mm-hmm. bow, you can actually add your strength bonus and make it kind of matter. It was very, it was very cool with uh, centaurs with high strengths and compound bows. They go, and I did uh, D8 plus 12. It, <laughs> yeah, the one and only 3.5 I played. I was also a centaur ranger with a compound bow that had been blessed because we were just all ridiculous sorts of OP in that campaign because we were just having fun. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. I, I, I invented a wall. But I, I turned it sideways, so it was all going straight up, and it just fell down, like because it was structurally unsound. And I crushed the entire army underneath it. Yep. Ice wall. That's a, okay. Creative thinking with spellcasting. Yes. Because it doesn't say I have to be on the ground. The way the rule was written is I could summon a wall thirty feet in any direction. I summoned it up. Nice. I like it. Sounds like somebody wants to be part of the Dragon's Hand uh, Magical Artillery Division. <laughs> or the Dragon's Hand Witches. Well, the best part was the GM had decided he wanted to throw something like we were not supposed to beat. And I'm like, so this thing is like basically five tons and it just, uh, you know, it take, and it does fall damage equal to this plus. 1d6 plus for every 5 feet, so I do an initial 66 damage. Nice. I mean, we have massive dice collections. We still had to, you know, borrow dice. Jeez. <laughs> okay. We, we, we know how to break and have fun with the game, but mostly not try to break it. Yeah. We know how to break it when it needs to be broken in creative and fun ways. <laughs> so that being said, I just you know headshot a goblin, yeah. not three sixty no scope, but close enough. <laughs> Boom headshot! Oh, that's Boa. I think we're on the Boa killing spree. Boa's gonna turn around and stab the one who's not facing her. Does a fourteen hit? He brings his blade up just in time to parry yours. Our last chance we got does a seven. Hold on, kick. wait. I'm finished. Because... Oh. oh, yeah. Also flanking. Oh, yeah. So that would be, what, 16 then? Or wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Advantage, advantage. What was your roll? An advantage. Hey! Okay. That's an upgrade. That's a very upgrade. Does 23 hit? Uh, no. He is put mail. <laughs> Does a natural crit, <laughs> does a nat 20 crit hit? No. no. No, no, it does not. He's a polymorph dragon. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a, uh, that's a good hit. All right, now uh, go ahead and get your crit damage. Okay. 
six. Let's not make this sad damage. Does nine points of damage do enough? Uh, it does more than enough. I was going to say, since seven did that was enough for the other two. <laughs> Dead and then some. All right, my last goblin. Come on, he just watched us kill three of his buddies. Does he have any survival instincts? They're goblins. Oh, for his turn, he will... Go here. That's a really long run. Yep. How many feet is that now? Forty-ish. Forty, you I say? Just... Yep. <laughs> Five. Ten. Survival instinct is basically they can run as fast as they want. They do not want to be near bad place. Bad place is eighty feet from where you currently are. You shock from mother trucker. <laughs> Well, technically, I can roll. I can you do it up to 120 feet. That's right, with disadvantage. Or, or you can just start climbing. Or it's I, not difficult terrain. Or I could just longbow it. That would be probably more. That would be better advised, I would say. But the, just not the same. Go for it. Huck the chakram. Yeah, you know oh, what? Yeah. Actually, yeah, really cool now. Yes, right. That's right. All right. Does a 12 hit? No bonus. All right. Uh, so I see like Celeste doing like going full on like Achilles, like super Greek, just taking that perfect discus stance, getting that pivot on the back foot, and just giving it a good huck. You see it go. You see it go slicing through the trees. It does that cool Xena whistle thing. It's like got the camera mounted to it as it's going around dodging trees, and it's weird because the thing was like basically Captain America's shield by itself. It was. It the was. laws of physics didn't apply to it. It's very cool and weird. But uh, you miss, unfortunately. Just barely. No. Yeah, I know. I wanted. I, I, I was rooting for a hit, too. I was. But All right. Um, you guys are still technically in combat turns. So um, it is uh, Boa and Hylene. You guys both can go at whatever order you choose. Because he's the, he's the last guy in the initiative. Is he running? He's just running. He's not want to be part of this fight anymore. Yeah, he left his bow here. So yeah, he's he does I, not seem very intent on being a part of any of this stuff. Okay, I'm done. I, I'm going to like you know start like you know I got some little bit of medicine pouch here. I'm going to start patching up. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Boa's turn will be patching patching herself up. Hylene, what do you got? I am not quite so. Uh merciful i <laughs> even if i don't hate i'll be satisfied like scaring it further i make one more shot grab the arrow from it. you should grab an arrow from from like one of the near like the one that like shot shot you if you have an arrow inside of you you can just pull that out and just would that be possible at all go for it go for it it's just painful <laughs> well, I was get more gonna grab it from you know the horse next to me. Okay. Oh, nice. For eleven points of damage. You line the bow up, then you kind of start to do that angle thing where you point it up a little bit higher because you need the extra range. Just let it go. After a short whistle, 
you hear the sound of running ceases from the forest. So, uh, guys are now out of, you guys are now out of, uh, combat turns. All right. A beautiful shot. Thank you. Eileen says that as she kind of doesn't unstring her bow, but visibly relaxes a little more. Okay. So. I'm going to need a rest after this, though. Well, I don't know if you're really going to be kidding it now, are you? Um, let's see who this belongs to, because I have a bad feeling about this. I do, too. I just looked up the range to range stuff, and the first one is yes, and then the longest range is at disadvantage. Yep. Okay, so are you guys going to take an official short rest, or are you guys going to investigate the horses some more and try to figure out who horses? Can I tell we do both, like do a short rest, and while we're doing the short rest, I was going to investigate the horses? Absolutely. All right. So um, as you guys begin investigating, uh, I'll give you the gray here. The set, One of the saddlebags is marked GR. Only a... Uh, it has GR on the saddlebag. Would I recognize his preferred style of monogram? Absolutely. Absolutely. It definitely looks like Gundren Rockseeker's horse. Yep. Yeah, Hailey just kind of curses. Okay, for those of us who don't know short rest, a character can spend one or more hit dice at the end of a short rest, up to the character's maximum number of hit dice, which is equal to the character's for each hit dice spent in this way. The player rolls the die and adds the character's constitution modifier, dump stat, to it. The character regains hit points equal to that total. The character can decide to spend an additional hit die after each roll. It regains some spent hit dice upon finishing up. Isn't that weird, sis? It is very weird. Everybody's a healer now. You can, like, heal yourself. That is a certain number of hit hit point dice. Heal yourself. Oh, yeah. But it is useful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We've We've had many, many a game where we had to drag ourselves bloody to a place and hope that whatever god existed at whatever temple we rolled up on was cool with us because we got cash and we got bull- we got holes in us so yeah. <laughs> oh, make with god. the healing oh god that's going to make things really interesting later uh oh what's that I may or may not have a god who particularly likes me right now Oh, that's correct. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> and there, there, there are rules with me and this god. Very, very clear rules. Like no becoming a Medusa. You'll see. Question? You'll see. Yeah, let, let's be say. Medusas aren't born ever. They're made. They're generally made because you went and pissed something off. So. Uh... 
normal day. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys wrap up your hour of short rest. Uh, what would you guys like to do now? One last thing before I figure out what direction Gundren took off in is how many arrows from the horses are recoverable? Just so you're uh, uh, This Roll is me purely- a D8. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Three, just looked up. Oh, five. Apparently, you do not have a attack of opportunity for using a ranged attack in melee range anymore. It's just disadvantage. Oh. Oh, okay. They changed it. Five ed? Fifth ed? Fifth ed did change around. a lot of things. I'm cool with it. I mean, it's less oh, yeah. crunchy, which makes it a little more, makes it a little faster, essentially. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay, all right. I um, idea of fast combat from fourth edition, which is not turn it into a freaking video game. More or less, right? All right, you guys wrap up your short rest. Recovered a few arrows. Um, which way do you guys want to head? Is there? A particular direction, things look like they may have been dragged, or no? Well, you could, uh, survival check. Oh, yeah, I should probably do that. Uh, unless I have advantage on that, which I don't. That's, yeah, that's a nine. Okay. You got to add inspiration. Or you can let the ranger do the survival. <laughs> I can let the ranger do the survival. Nah, rangers aren't good for that kind of stuff. Finding trails in woodlands, nah. Yeah. Get a I'm, wizard. Much I'm better. not that good at woods. I'm more I'm more suited to uh, the plains, but a 17. Um, well, you'll notice that there's not really so much of a drag mark, but you do notice a lot of footprints heading the same route that the goblins. Once you get to where the goblin's body is you see that there's kind of a trail leading off. Yeah. Okay, Medusa, what on earth are you doing? Okay, um, you guys head down the trail following? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a trail over here. What's the marching order? Well, um, I guess... You know, I guess the, the, the centaur first, then the Medusa, and then the Nymph. That would probably make sense. Yeah. Now keep in mind that if it's any tighter than a decent-sized game trail, I'm going to have to take it a little slower, because that's rough terrain. Oh, actually, hold on. Actually, it should be the Nymph. Sorry, the centaur, the Nymph, and then the Cleric. Because you, want okay. the, you want the weakest in the middle, and then the strongest, and then the back have the second strongest in case of a back attack. So, yeah, that makes sense. I was going to say, I think, or should I be the one leading since I'm the one who can actually path through all this? I can't really say. I feel like it would be unfair it, if uh, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll take points since I, you know, 
Sam sort of the tracker here. Oh yeah, that way you don't this way. Oh, pardon me. That way you don't have to deal uh with my messy tracks at least. Okay. So the order is Celeste, Hylene, and then Boa, correct? Yes. Yes. Alrighty. Alright, uh, so give me one more um, survival check just to kind of make sure you're still on the right trail. Do I have advantage? Why would you have Just because? Because it's good dead and they just throw advantage out randomly? Be, uh, I'm just asking. <laughs> if, you look at, if you look at the rolls, that's why I'm asking. Ah, okay, yeah, that, that would be... Uh, I definitely see where you would want that 20 instead. But, oh man, you don't Really? Does anybody want to maybe uh, aim? I can, is, I can aim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that going. I don't know if that's a mechanic, but... Holy sh**. You know what? Nice. It is now. <laughs> As you're investigating some kind of broken twigs and branches, you're pretty sure they went this way. But Hylene uh, kind of gives you a little nudge and just points with two fingers uh, down the right trail. You were close, but not quite close enough. Yeah, I, I I knew this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, this was a test. I was seeing if you if you all could also uh, find things. Shut okay, up. so you guys are you guys are heading down the path. Yes. Okay. Uh, Celeste, give me a give me a perception check. Perception. Not passive. No. Eleven. Since I assume I can't have my that advantage twenty five. That's correct. <laughs> correct. Hey, look, look, Joel. Joel's doing things. Hey, <laughs> Joel's Joel's kind of doing stuff. For convenience' sake, we'll just say he's you know using me as a temporary resting mount. Oh, oh, oh I didn't want to cross that bridge, but all right. I mean, it is one of her racial features that she can be used, quote unquote, temporarily as a mountain combat. So, yeah, yeah I'm fine with it if it's just okay. like there's a half thing oh. asleep on my back. Okay. Don't so. know how he stayed on during a couple of those moments, but hey, we'll take it. He tied himself down. Okay. There you go. Have you you learn have... something new about this entire every day. I was going to say, everything I have to know about centaurs is they usually do not like people riding on them, but... <laughs> All right. Um, Hylene's a highly unusual centaur. <laughs> yes. Well, Hylene and Boa, you both hear the sound of like a, a large branch breaking. Not like a foot-sized branch, but this is more like a, I mean, six, seven inches wide, like a loud, thunderous crack. I need a dexterity saving throw from you, Celeste. Uh, Dex? Yep. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Um, About 20. <laughs> as you uh, take a step, you realize that there's a rope on the ground. You lift your foot up to see the snare as, ah. it, as, it, uh, as it tries to grab your foot and lift you in the air. Can I, I actually want Centaur didn't fall for that. I mean, that would have just been really annoying to get her down from there. 
Right? I know. I was so excited when you guys were like, oh, yeah, Harley's going to go in front. I was like, <laughs> horse falls in a hole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, to be fair, she is in impossibly acrobatic centaur. Yeah. Just pointing that out. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've covered this in your monk-like abilities that are going to be coming down the line, so <laughs> I'm really interested to see where this is going. Like, I, I mean, it's, it reminds me more of like a scene from Shrek than anything, so I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to see where this goes. So you guys continue down the trail? I was going to yes. see if I could disarm the snare. Oh, absolutely. With my, with my survival. Go for it. That would be a 17. Okay. Uh, it is disarm. There. That way we don't have to worry about, you know, Centaur accidentally stepping in the door, the Medusa accidentally stepping in it. Because even if you know where it is, you still want to make sure you don't leave it open for just in case you trip a little. All right, you guys continue along. Um, you guys are walking along, and with your uh, so, what do you guys do? I'm sorry, I'm a, I don't want to step all over you guys on this trail. Oh, I mean, I'm keeping alert, but mainly because I don't want to accidentally step in a fossil and twist a pastern or something. Right. Right. And I'm trying to make sure I'm keeping the track. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Rolled the wrong one. I was trying to... Uh... That's okay. That 10 gets you keeps you on track. I was trying to anticipate your roll, and I anticipated wrong. We are, the worst, we are the worst Tomox and Zamot <laughs> ever. 18. That'll do it. Uh, as you're heading down the trail further, you notice the, the foliage looks a little different on the ground. Um, there's some just debris down there, and it looks like... Dang it, Joel. Player, stop doing whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start attacking him at random. Make him himself. Okay. But uh, you'll notice that like there seems to be like way too many leaves ahead of you. Hold up my hand in the uh, stop <laughs> position. And... Kyleen stops. I don't know about Medusa behind her. No, I stop. Okay. I'll take a closer look at the He's investigating. He's investigating. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to punch Joel. <laughs> we have an invisible halfling in our midst. Oh, they always are. Nobody pays attention to anything that short. They're halfling. <laughs> as long as he doesn't try getting under my feet. Okay, well, I'll he take... doesn't notice it. <laughs> I rolled you a... do, on the other hand. Yeah, you do. Which is weird because I have no investigation and I have a zero for my intelligence modifier. It's a good roll. It's a good roll. Yep. Okay, but uh, you'll notice that it is a pit trap. <sighs> okay, we're gonna have to. It's not super deep, but it's it's enough that you know, if Eileen fell in it, we'd have to put her down because you know that's what happens in the horse. <laughs> <break. laughs> I mean, right now she's kind of fragile, so it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you guys do hear a, kind of a bubbling ru rumble. Uh, all, uh, you hear the sound of a stream by. Hmm. Shall we uh, go see the stream? Sounds good to me. I could use some water. 
Yeah, totally go for water. Man, it sure does show all my monsters. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Thanks, Roll20. Uh, also, but to be fair, though, and I you see to, nothing. This is one of the red boxes of Avengers, and I think I read this thing like three times. Oh, yes, this is the this is literally that uh, starter box. So I figure starting a podcast, starter box, why not? Perfect idea. Get get ready to have a lot of comparisons to another podcast. Oh, I don't care. They're worse than. Yeah. Having an overinflated sense of self makes you almost immune to uh, verbal damage. <laughs> Having a completely uh, destroyed sense of self also also makes it so like whatever you can say whatever you want about me. I say ten times is worse. <laughs> and I don't use social media, so all the yelling they'll do won't be directed at me, or it might be directed at me, but I'll never see it. <laughs> I'll make sure to uh, take screenshots of them all for you. Ah, all right. Well, that's just pleasant. (laughs) Thanks for that, gang. All right. Uh, So these two goblins here that you can't see because they're in this blind. See, there's this blind here that you're not supposed to see them because they're hidden. Yeah, you don't see them. So so stop looking at them. They're not there. Stop looking at what? Hey, look. He's John Cena. He's John Cena! Okay, he just left. We can't. Joel, we really can't see you. <laughs> Avenue. I know I was gonna do the noise, but I didn't want to pop the mics. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I'll, you can always fix it in post. I can't do it though. Cass, Courtney, you guys want to jump in on this uh, John Cena love? <laughs> uh, he's also in my Hero Academia now. Apparently, okay. That's right. That's right. And so just just so we're all clear, John Cena, also, if you aren't doing anything, could you get us Lucy Lawless's phone number? <laughs> Wait. John Cena's in My Hero Academia? Well, they're like uh-huh. saying that he's uh he's going to be a part of it cuz uh the main character was throwing was doing the John Cena pose and he was throwing up the like five fingers like you can't see me. Okay. And John Cena like tweeted at him about it. So, it's going to be a thing. It should be a thing. I mean, he's basically a cartoon character. Yeah. He also, I think, is in, like, a random, like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm on board. I mean, now that he's starting to not take himself seriously, I'm really enjoying it a lot more. Kind of like The Rock? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I mean, I'm a big Rock fan regardless. He can do whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> he got a lot better once he quit... It went to see became The Rock and not Rocky Maivia. Yes, yes. I'm excited for his TV show. And I mean, The Rock, just, I mean, we've done this a few times. If you're available, I mean, I know you're a pretty busy schedule, but I would come to the gym and we can do an interview while you're at the gym, you know, banging and clanging. So if you're available, Rock, and you really want to help out a burgeoning podcast, you know, we could probably squeeze you in right after the Lawless. I'm over here, actually. Uh, well, we're calling out wrestlers. I know one who would actually be uh, interested in this. Hey, uh, Austin Creed, Xavier Woods. Up, up, down, down. That's right. We know you'd love us. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We know this for a fact. So, all right. But uh, I've just, got, just like, throwing that out there. I've got like four of your shirts. 
I'm sitting brother, in your chair. I was going to say your brother got the got your chair when I let, when I moved. <laughs> That's right. That's a nice chair too. <laughs> it's it's a, I'm enjoying it. I'm literally in it right now. I'm doing a little rocking. Hey, wait a second. Joel, did you just put yourself on the map? I got to you know what? Remind me well, before we get off to give Joel my headset cuz I literally have like three headsets in front of me. Okay, so, yes. I think that's what it is. I think his kid has one, or took his, because he was he rocking the JoJo Siwa, oh, big bowed uh, headset earlier. So maybe they kids do that. Kids take stuff. It's what they. Do. Yeah. That's what's up. And JoJo Siwa. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know who you are, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many daughters. I know who JoJo Siwa is. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't mind having her. She seems like she'd be fun. There you go. Jojo Siwa. Advocate for those people's rights. Hook it up. Bring it on. We can make you a character. All you gotta do is come in here, click a button, roll some dice. We'll have lots of fun. All you have to do is be, you know, be funny, like us. Yeah, we won't even ask you to sing. I'm kidding. <laughs> might that's sing. a lie. I'm kidding. That's a, no, I'm, I'm lying. She's a singer. That's, that's... I, was gonna, I was just gonna say, we might sing, which would make her sing just to show us how it's done. <laughs> Entrapment. I like this. <laughs> like, Peer ah, I can't believe you guys suck at singing. Here, I'll do yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, you're so bad. Let me do it. All right. So we're going to have to come up with lyrics. All right. Anyway, sorry. I <laughs> spin it off. Okay. So you guys are at the western bank of this uh, stream. I mean, it's it's not very deep. You know, you don't see much going on. I mean, it's not... It, it's not going to sweep you downstream or anything like that. It's just a you know a good sized stream. Uh, no, I grew up playing the Oregon Trail. I know what happens when you try to cross a river. <laughs> yep. Good luck, Fortin gang. I've been on this ride. I think I know where we're going with this bad idea. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, never mind. We have a centaur. Say we don't have anything to worry about. We don't have any. Oh wait. <laughs> Centaurs are like oxen. Yeah, I guess. All right. Now that you guys have the stream right here at the end of this stream, you'll notice leads into a cave. Joel, get out of the cave. <laughs> You're tied to the back of a horse still. <laughs> yes. So, um. So I'm going to ask you about their precious. We understand your need to be there. <laughs> oh. He starts spelunking at like or just starts panning. <laughs> gotta find me a ring, gotta find me a ring. Alright, uh I'm not gonna do this because Roll Twenty has disappointed me by showing you guys all of my monsters, so uh Roll for Initiative gang. There's uh monsters here that need uh That's not nearly as good as the last one. It's not. That one is not. Okay. I got a six. Suck. Wow. You guys are definitely first. <laughs> Yay. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. We did it. Yay. Who did I delete? Boa, sorry. <laughs> Did you have did you have a good initiative, Boa? 
She went right before me. Uh, 13. You're first in the initiative. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to move eight because that's my movement, and I'm going to defend. Ooh, all right. Um, to steal another glass cannon. Boa, why don't you go ahead and explain the what defend is? So basically, defend is basically I put my shield up, and I have you have. I think it was a disadvantage. I think, sweetie, my attacks go at disadvantage versus you. No, yeah. for range, though. Yes. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. It's kind of cool. I think that's works. Yeah. Because basically, I just I just put up my shield. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, Les, you're next in the initiative order. Okay. Uh, can I go through those trees? Uh, yes, but I'm going to charge you double movement, but it's only five foot square, so you'll burn ten feet going through. That would be 20 feet right there. That would be my 30 feet right there. Okay, perfect. But uh, the full movement means I cannot attack. I think. No, no, no. You can, you can move your full movement. Oh, okay. In that case. Who are you going at? Uh, this one that's right next to me. Or, you know, caddy corner. No disadvantages for me. 18? That's going to be a hit. For six. Six points of damage. She slashed down right through his leather armor. He's looking pretty beat up. Alright, next in the initiative order is going to be Okay, wait, I got it. You ready? Ready? Check this out. Pause for edit. Joel, this is where you're going to introduce your character. So we'll put this in earlier or later or probably now, because why not? Okay. You're coming in anyway. But uh, I think it's Norbert, but that's the... It is Norbert. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so Norbert Tumblebrow, uh, it is your turn. Uh, if you could type out what you're going to do, move your guy, roll some stuff. Righty. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys how I'm going to do this. I am not a fan of equaling an armor class being a hit, but popularly, I've noticed that a lot of podcasts do this. So. Uh, I usually say tie goes to the defender. That's what I've always done. It's just a thing. But a lot of the podcasts say if you hit the AC, you hit the AC. So that's a hit, Joel. Norbert, you hit with your short sword. And just to describe what's going on since Joel's having his technical problems. <laughs> Joel's being Joel. He uh, has moved across the river and about 10 feet to the south of Celeste and hit the same goblin that I hit for one whole point of damage. Which, luckily enough for the group, it happens to be just enough to lay the goblin low. And one falls to the might of Norbert Tumblebrow. Goblin, or, uh, goblin. <laughs> Halfling Paladin. Okay, uh, let's see. I believe... Hylene, you are the last uh, person. Oh, wait, no, I got a goblin that goes first. Yay! Hey, oh, wait. That goblin is dead. 
Yay, he's dead. Okay, Hylene, <laughs> it is on you. Uh-oh, did we lose them too? I don't know, I was just going to fake laugh to fill air. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard one of them. Yeah. I think it was Cassie. Hylene's. Kylene. <laughs> I mean, I could do the uh, joke that I said no, that no, was going to happen. Oh, sleep by accident. Oh. Wow. It's been a long day. <laughs> okay, so she's, she's had a little bit of a long day. So I did, just was in here, and I saw her leaning over. I'm like, okay, she's fine. And so I can't see her face. <laughs> so I literally had to bend over, and I'm like, I had to reach under to the table and slap her leg. She's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, what? And I'm like, it's your turn. <laughs> So I'm the just ocean? gonna retire as a GM. It is uh, <laughs> it is like I was gonna say it is 11 p.m. for y'all. <laughs> it's I also 11 p.m. for me. I was dreaming about it. Apparently, it's not y'all. <laughs> y'all, all of y'all. That is not me. It's 11 p.m. <laughs> for me, it's only 9 yeah. p.m. Sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of my own sobs. <laughs> oh. I was gonna. I was about to say I can start doing the uh. Dexy's Midnight Runner joke I said was going to happen at least once. No. Come on, Hylene. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. But it fits. <laughs> I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> we need sound. We need sound drops, dang it. I'm going to shoot the living goblin creature thingy. All right. You go right ahead. Does a 19 hit? It sure shooting does. For usually five points of damage, but I'll take <laughs> it. All right, that's enough. All right, rounding out the turn is the lone goblin who will. Let's just. He pulls a horn from his belt. Oh no! Begins to. And at that moment. Free open source music? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, that was my mouth. I made all that sound. That's that's just high quality Foley work. But... That's right. <laughs> and that falls under fair use. That's right. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Actually, I have my own horn sound copyrighted. So uh, if anybody plans on this, just reach out to me at area code 758 to. Okay. No, we're not doing Don't give out my phone number. Uh, just contact our social media director. You can reach her at. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but you he... can't see the finger, but I can. <laughs> so, at that point, the goblin will continue to blow the horn, and you guys hear the sound of rumbling footsteps from the cave mouth as three large wolves begin to. <sighs> Head your direction. You know what wolves uh, are? Canines. Wolves are they're beasts. Yes. You know what rangers do? They have a favorite enemy. You know what my favorite enemy is? Undead. Beasts.
Is it too late for Eileen to start backing away slowly? <laughs> She's gonna walk away. Oh look at oh look at the time! I just realized I have to be literally anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I think at this time we will put a pause on the adventure and see what happens next week. Yes, this is a very good. On uh, Dragon, oh wait, hold on. On Dragon Sand Free Company. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, let's oh, let's do. I did. I did somebody who could do that voice for us. Uh oh. I bet yeah. I can beat him. But I can. Let's see. Do I do full game show or do I go Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. I know an AMV, uh, a former ADV voice actor. He currently still acts, actually. I don't think we can afford him. Yeah. I was about to say, except for my video already. We don't have that budget yet. (laughs) Do it for uh, exposure? No, I won't. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, the guy who just finished voice acting with the major characters in Attack on Titan, Final Fantasy, he's working on a journey. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't actually get bonuses to my attack against my favorite enemies. Just advantage on wisdom, on survival checks to track them, and on intelligence checks to recall information about them. Next time on Dragon Sand Free Company. Nice. You can also, if you look up what information means, you can also look up weak points exploitation, which can give you advantages. Okay, yeah. So basically, it does mean you get advantages. You just have to be able to recall your advantages. Yeah. Essentially, the ranger favored beast is a walking Pokédex. Nice. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Say good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye bye. Okay, bye now. (laughs) This is Pommel Horse. I'd like to get down now.